This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. Welcome. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and you've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on education, training, development, and knowledge. I want to thank our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Henry Schein, and Vocal. Without their support, these podcasts would be very difficult. Also, a shout out to David Wolf and his podcast team for their professional and expertise in creating these podcasts. We really appreciate their effort. Today, I wanted to deviate a little bit from what I've been talking about over the last several years, which is generally usually a combination of the business of dentistry and how we can improve our profession, make it more rewarding for our patients, our team members, and overall for the public. Our last podcast focused on neuromodulators, and a quick review is basically what they're doing is they're relaxing the muscles of expression to remove or reduce dynamic wrinkles, or what we refer to as rhytides. And I briefly went over some of the approaches that neuromodulators can do to the upper third of the face, gummy smiles, TMD, tension or migraine headaches, along with hyperhidrosis, which is uh, hyper sweating areas, particularly in the axillary or armpit region, and even in the hands. So the neuromodulators have a tremendous adjunct to your dental practice, and I strongly recommend that you consider some training and education, and hopefully that last podcast orientated you to some of the areas that could help you, and I would strongly advise you to get some additional training, knowledge, and education. For tonight's podcast, I'd like to talk about another area that may be deemed outside the scope of dentistry, but in my opinion, is very much appealing to the dental profession. And I believe we are well-suited, perhaps expertly suited, to provide this service called fillers. In general terms, Botox was for the upper third of the face and fillers are for the lower two-thirds of the face, but again, could be used anywhere in the body. When a patient has static wrinkles, meaning when you look at that patient and the fine lines are already in the skin without any expression, those are referred to as static 
rytides, or static wrinkles. Although Botox or neuromodulators will be very helpful in preventing those wrinkles from getting worse, many times a better approach is to consider dermofillers. Basically, what a dermofiller is, is it's hyaluronic acid. And hyaluronic acid is resorbable. Hyaluronic acid and fillers were approved by the FDA back in 1981, and they were first uh, developed over in Europe. And basically, the hyaluronic acid is a resorbable material that has been cross-linked and is non-animal produced, meaning it's created by the streptococcus uh, bacteria. So there's no animal testing, there's no animal use in the creating the hyaluronic acid. If you think about the human face, the most attractive and ideal appearance is if you looked at the face from the forehead down to the chin, as young individuals, the base of the triangle is at the forehead and the apex is towards the chin, meaning that the jaw is tapered. And if you placed a, a triangle over your face, the base would be from one eyebrow to the next eyebrow, and the apex of that triangle would be the chin. As we age, and there's no way to prevent this, as we all age, generally in our 30s, 40s, 50s, and so on, this triangle, this aesthetic triangle, gets inverted, meaning that the apex is more towards the forehead and the base is more towards the chin. The reason for this is our facial bones are resorbing, our fat pads of the face are being resorbed, and the skin and the face is falling, making the base more towards the chin. And this is what creates saggy skin, loose skin, wrinkled skin. In these particular cases, if you're trying to avoid surgical procedures such as a facelift, I'm suggesting that you consider fillers or dermal fillers to be placed in the lower two-thirds of the face. Generally, the two largest companies are Galderma and Allergan. Both of them make similar products, and these products are broken into three broad classes. Depending on how much they're cross-linked, the more they're cross-linked, the longer they last and the firmer the products are. The less they're cross-linked, the products resorb quicker and last much less length of time, and they're softer to the touch. The reason I express this is generally in the cheek or zygoma area, you're going to want to use a firmer, stiffer product to hold the cheek or the OMG curve, which gives that sexy, attractive, masculine look to the face. As we build up that mid-face with the cheek and under the eye, what we're creating is replacing the missing or fallen fat from that area of the face. Typically, what you'll see, and many times most of us may not notice it consciously, but subconsciously, you will see that many people have had fillers placed in their upper and lower lip. The trend today is to have the lower lip roughly one-third to two-thirds larger than the upper lip. Trust me when I tell you I've been doing fillers now for over eight years, that strategy and look changes like the wind. As you see 
our movie stars, our people in the press, they tend to move the entertainers. Uh, one day, somebody's lips are now the, what everybody's trying to copy. My personal opinion is small changes over long periods of time, not only create the most natural results, but in my opinion, the best results. I would strongly recommend that the time and money that we're spending on creating an ideal, beautiful smile with perfectly proportioned teeth, with no spaces, no stains, no crowding, no, no angulation problems. Take a look at Mr. and Mrs. Smith's lips. Take a look at their cheeks. Take a look at the nasal labial fold, the mental creases, and say to yourself, my God, what would happen if I was able to inject filler into these regions? And the results are almost instantaneous. This is extremely gratifying because with the neuromodulators, you many times won't see the ideal results for two to 10 days. But with the hyaluronic fillers, you'll see the results almost instantly because you're injecting the hyaluronic acid or filler into the dermis area and you'll immediately see fine lines wrinkles disappear before your eyes and you'll see the ability to rejuvenate the entire face. As a general rule, fillers will most cases last anywhere between six and 18 months. The reason the range is so great is it's depending on the product. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the more the product is cross-linked, the firmer the product is, the longer it's going to last. I should also warn our inexperienced listeners in this area, the more expensive those products are. As a general rule, similar to neuromodulators, you can either bill by the volume of filler that you're injecting, and most companies sell a syringe of 1 ml. Usually when you buy a box of fillers, there's two syringes, each syringe has 1 ml in it. The advantage of fillers is most of the fillers on the market today have lidocaine in them. What that means is once you give that first injection, the patient is getting numb just like they would when you're filling a tooth and you provide the patient with a local anesthetic. The local anesthetic in the filler is lidocaine. And in almost all cases, the patient requires nothing other than the actual injection of the filler. And in most cases, I'm not using a BTL cream. The patient finds the results very comfortable. I would caution you, less is always better than more. No matter how much Mr. and Mrs. Smith prod and push you, I would advise you, you can always go back and put more filler in. It is extremely difficult to remove the filler. And my suggestion is less will usually be better. However, I will tell you after eight years of using these particular techniques and treatments, many times Mr. and Mrs. Smith want that instant result and they say they're spending a good deal of money and they want those results immediately. And in the end, the patient is dictating what they want. All you can do is educate, guide, and try to motivate them to my suggestion, which is more frequent injections with less amount over a long period of time will give you a better result. As far as the treatment of the uh, nasolabial fold, 
the upper and lower lips, and the mental crease, as a general rule, consider anywhere between one and three mLs of material will be needed. Once you get comfortable with the technique, I would strongly recommend that you're going to mold this uh, material with your fingers, very much like when we're making a denture and we're doing uh, tissue molding to take an, uh, an accurate uh, impression, you're going to use the same techniques to massage your fillers into the nasolabial fold, the mental crease, the lips, and the zygomatic area to create an ideal uh, facial appearance. You can expect some minor bruising, but in most cases, you'll find that there's little to no bruising. I will tell you that I have had the most dramatic results from patients saying, how impressed they are with their instant results. It's very similar to the patient who's just had a new denture put in or dental implants replacing a denture or uh, extensive uh, veneers or crowns where you're remaking a smile. And so many times our dental treatment stops right there. But if you actually looked at your patient's face, you'd say to yourself, there's so much more you could be doing to really give that extra oomph, not only to your care and treatment, but to the appearance of your patient. These are relatively safe procedures that with a little bit of effort and training, I think could be instituted into your practice very quickly, very effectively with not a significant amount of investment. In future podcasts, I hope to talk to you about the other areas of lasers, intense pulse light, and radio frequencies, which is also a nice adjunct to the fillers in neuromodulators. I would also like in future podcasts to introduce you to what we call threads. There are generally smooth threads and lifting threads that can tighten and tone the skin almost instantly before your eyes. And trust me when I tell you the results are spectacular. The patient can have literally decades removed. And these procedures in most cases are completed in between 10 and 30 minutes with literally no downtime. I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. I hope I at least excited you and made you a little bit interested in the fillers and neuromodulators. I strongly recommend that you think long and hard and take the appropriate training and ask yourself, why wouldn't you institute these programs into your practice. I know it's been extremely successful, and it's also brought a little bit more excitement to my team members and to myself personally. I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. I certainly enjoyed speaking to you. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, owner of Ascent Dental Solutions, with a focus on knowledge, training, education, and development. Again, a special Thanks to Patterson Dental, Henry Schein, and Vocal for providing support for these podcasts. And I want to say thanks to the podcast team of David Wolf. Thanks again. I look forward to talking to you in the near future. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.